Good evening, citizens. My name is Ban Shattersong, former captain of the Bloody Hands Mercenary Company, and today we're going to be talking in more detail about One Last Song, which is the wind of war for the Brickelliand adventure involving the Lawnspawn Onion Soup. And in this particular episode, two dear friends of mine, Finn and Merlin. Say hello, guys. Hello. 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 Dear, dear friends, we met today, basically. You've literally saved my life. Uh, 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 That's the only time I've interacted with you, <laughs> is healing your legs. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that is... What, what a segue. What a there we go. Do friendship. Yeah, what a segue into being a podcast <laughs> guest. So yeah, life, life works in weird, mysterious ways. But the <laughs> aim for today's episode... Uh, first of all, this is a continuation of the previous episode talking about the vines. Go and it's been so that. long since we talked about that. Oh, oh it's no. been so oh, long. I've forgotten what we said, to be honest. Yeah, he, he's talking about us healing him. I put you in danger just as many times as I fixed you up, personally. <laughs> Is that deliberate or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're my favourite patient. Oh, oh, oh. I, mm, mixed emotions on that response. But uh, anyway, the, the aim for this episode is to talk about uh, the, the Wind of War. But we have a twist. Uh, first of all, this is kind of a cringe reaction video-esque copycat um, <laughs> because I want to talk about the options and froth about it. Finn, I know you've read it, but yeah. what makes this episode extra spicy is that Merlin has not. So we get a live I reaction. I at the text block and it said nothing to my brain. So I'm going to have it all explained to me now. Yeah. We're going to do the, the TLDR version of what, yeah. what took me like... For, when I did my little like initial reading of it and actually recording that as a, another separate episode it took me like 45 minutes to go through it, it's a genuinely long wind of war there's a lot going on uh, it took me like three hours to read yeah i think that's why i struggled because i gave it about 30 seconds and went nah not happening yeah not not today it's got how many sub chapters what 15 14 i've never read a winds of war all the way to the bottom it is a Ever. challenge a good challenge, though, if anyone from the writing team is listening. I do enjoy yeah, reading Yeah, no, like, oh, yeah, please yeah, publish incredible. more. <laughs> My attention span is bad, not you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is just a um, a wisdom check, I guess. It's just testing my oh, virtues. But anyway. Um, how to... All right, I'll just dive straight in. So, uh, the the premise... Uh, do, do stop me if I'm making this, like, too dumbed down or, like, going too far back, Merlin. But, um... Basically, last summit, we got approached by a Eternal who offered us a boon, which was a soup, a onion soup that was made in a ma literal magic cauldron. Is that Rhianos or is it a different one? Bang on. Exactly the one. Yeah, I know things. Boom. Plus one. Oh, let's make it a game show. That's plus one point to Merlin. <laughs> Wait, that was a question? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I forgot. So The yeah, game show enough. is finding the questions and then answering ah. them correctly. Yeah. I only know that because I'm going to the player event at the end of the month and that's involving that one. Oh, oh yeah, you need to know that. Oh, yeah, oh. oh. yeah, there's a revision. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> so, Eternal has helped us out by giving us this magic cauldron that makes onion soup that makes us, the dear citizens of the Empire, immune to uh, the Valorn spawn miasma, um, dying by non-mundane means because of said miasma, and has also... I don't think it makes us less noticeable to the Valorn or anything, but it just gives us a fighting chance to survive delving into the depths of Brickelliand. 
so that's where we where we sit uh the vast majority of people going in are military units so with people's personal resource however a lot of people especially in navarre got enchantments on it um i i, I own a forest but it's now four shadowy specters that have <laughs> also gone to Pekelian, which is kind of cool. I kind of kind of imagine them like clowns, but like without heads. So it's just Terrifying. like this. I love it. Yeah, yeah, but with like sides yeah. and stuff. Proper um, like old school Yu-Gi-Oh you... zombie clown. Wait, what did you say? Clouds without heads? Uh, clowns. clowns. No, no, okay, no, I was like, no, clouds yeah. don't have heads, and I'm very confused. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's when I look for the animals in the sky. But uh, <laughs> clowns, clowns without heads in the woods. This is very important to the Winds of War, by the way. I hope you're listening. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, clowns. Like, this the will whole, be on the test. Yeah. The, yeah. the whole time we're talking about all the terrors that lie ahead, you got to remember there's also headless clowns. <laughs> Helping us out. Um, every single nation came along, apart from the Imperial Orcs, because they were busy dealing with slavers. Uh, the Freeborn are in our list of cool kids because one person decided to join us. Ex exactly <laughs> one. And the whole, yeah, the whole point was to get 55,000 military strength coming here, which is 11 armies worth of, uh, of mercenaries. So it's a lot. And I think P PD laid some very tempting rewards at our feet, and I don't think they expected us to actually meet it. And we did. We we absolutely smashed it. Um, Travid, the senator for Thurunin, got the great forest orcs to send an army and support us. Um, all of Navarre, a lot of Dawn, um, Wintermark, Highguard and the like as well have also chipped in very heavily uh, in terms of either... Uh, I think the Grey Pilgrims from Highguard were big. And then Dawn have just sent all of their questing knights in because the prize here is seeing the heart of the Valorn in Brickeliand, a site no mm -hmm. one has seen for the last thousand years, something like that. It's been a while. It's been longer than I've been alive, at the bare minimum. Nearly. Yeah, nearly. But uh, <laughs> nearly <just about laughs> emotionally alive is a different question. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah so that's what, that's what the hell we're doing. The first step is going into the woods. So there are druge in there, but not many. They get cleared out and killed which is nice there's a comment around the the druge being uh typically they run away from imperial armies and they can because they're good at being tricksy however because we're also just a loads and loads of individual bands we actually catch them with their pants down and we fuck them up so it's a it's a good result the heirs of terranail or terunial or however people like to say it are officially wiped out i think technically a couple of them escape but this I is think it's one yeah it's something yeah, really like, low it's one guy just yeah. enough for pd to bring them back if they need to <laughs> precisely cackling as he runs off further east <laughs> towards the druge which is a terrible idea <laughs> but um yeah he um he survives but pretty much confirm i mean what am i saying confirming that the heirs of uh Terunil are no longer a plot point and they're just, they're done. They're dead. They're gone. No um, more bows for yeah. the Venom. For the Rest Venom? For the Valorn. Indeed. No Ugh. more kits. No more schemes. No more uh, coaxing the Valorn into certain territories. They're all just dead. Official bye-bye. Which is a shame, because they were kind of cool. Yeah, I love fighting them, but oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. 
and then after that's cleared out the actual exhibition goes into uh into the green woods and there are three separate prongs of this push uh the first is towards a weirwood grove and they uh they get there they kill some monsters and they are sitting pretty in a weirwood grove which double on hate and uh, i'll cover the options later on but prong one is into the weirwood prong two With the default resource that people are getting isn't it correct yeah, yeah. Hmm. two points to murder oh you're getting wrecked Finn. but um <laughs> <laughs> no option two is uh the a garden essentially visiting nurgle's gardens for any warhammer fans out there uh <laughs> visiting the gardens of chaos or the gardens of abomination, gardens of abomination. that's it which <laughs> are bearing uh no, wait, no, you have to do a podcast. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> I, I play by the rules, man. I play by the rules. Um, there are some spicy fruit that have been found there alongside other things. And the description here is that people who come out don't really know how to talk about it. So there's something horrible going on inside mm. there. <laughs> and then finally, a party pushes towards the actual heart of the Valorn itself. And the the way the um hang on all that remains blah 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 because <laughs> the actual line is quite good. Here we go. Uh, the rest of the city, so they get to the heart of Terunial, and I don't know why I'm saying Terunial because I've always said Terranail when I'm on my own and it's around other people. I feel yeah, it's peer, peer pressure. Pressured. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, but what they see there, what they saw there. It's not for me to tell. Let them speak themselves if they wish. For now, my story of heroes and horrors is done. And that's how the fucking article ends. So, option three there, the third prong, is seeing the Valorn heart. Yeah, so they get, like, RP for their reward. Correct. They get to tell everyone. Three points. Sorry, Finn. This is not going well this for you. Is, this is rigged. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's, it's not it's not rigged, but I feel like yeah, it's it's unfair. Yeah, at this no, point. It, um, this is bullying. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm not playing the game. I'm not, um... Oh, I just lost the game. Oh no. Oh, just but anyway, simply don't play. Yeah. So option one, uh, the weirwood, you get a Wayne. Uh, Nightmare and said that's the standard one if you don't choose to submit. Uh, option two, Abomination Garden, you get five chaos fruits. They have not said and what the hell they are. Trauma, a lot of trauma roll, but no, I think they have. I think they um. There's a little paragraph somewhere that says, um, some say they do this, this, and this. I think the three that so, they've revealed is... Sorry, you were going to say? No, no, yeah. so that's one point to finish. Yeah. That is correct. It's, it's, oh, you got them, it. Them, yes, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, one of them, I think, is just like a really good heal. One of them, I think, uh, gives you more endurance. So more, like, you know, temporary hits. And then oh. the other one, I think, boosts your spring lore. I think that's the yeah. three that they've that's kind one, of half teased That's the they've at. alluded to so far. Yeah. I hope there's more. But they're kind of vague, so I'm intrigued mm. to see what those are going to be mechanically, but also what the side effects are going to be. Because there's no way, there's <laughs> yeah. no way, but eating fruit is from the whole of the Don't eat Valorn. from Papa Nurgle's garden. Exactly. It does you say, do it. it does say, Valorn, the, the Valorn magic inside, the fragmented Valorn magic. Yeah, it, it, it's such a warning. But that's option two, is because everyone will there's get one. There's always the question these. of what happens if a briar does it as well oh. like if a normal person does it versus a briar because we've had mm. a lot of things that affect people differently oh that is such a good point I haven't even thought about that 
plus one point to me for the realization of a new plot arc. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, we'll feed it to you. Okay, so I'm I'm lineage, so and not a briar, so like we'll see what it does. You're unlineage. I'm completely normal. So mm, mundane. I'm basic. Um, <laughs> I'm normal. <laughs> Alright, the pair of you are mundane, so we'll test both of you for... Standard for... issue. <laughs> and then we'll find a briar as well, just see what happens. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. And then final option is uh, you get a player pack description of what you saw. And I wonder if they're going to be I'd different. I'd go for that one. They've got to be, because otherwise it wouldn't feel very fair, would it? If, like, one person said it and everyone... And then, like, you went to go and try and tell people this cool thing at the forge, and like, yeah, we know, we've told like, been like five people have told us now. It's it's on the board. Look at it. It's just pinned. Yeah. Yeah. But and there what... might be like a few different ones, so that people have to piece it together. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd like there to be a little variation, just to like, oh, you saw this, but you saw this. Oh like, yeah, well, one there's some some red be, herrings in there as well. Yeah. Each and every one of them that... says, "You yeah, were first in the queue. You were nineteenth in the queue." Some that completely just counteract each other, and it's like, well, that can't be true, and it's like, it is the truth. So everyone's completely sure they've got the right, and then none of them are right. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, and the the reveal is no one actually saw the heart. We were way off. We only met like it was just a different meander, and everyone was confused. <laughs> it's the wrong town. It was just a particularly large rose bush or something. But I hadn't even considered that. That um, and that would be really cool because we've had the uh, discussion internally of right guys. Do we do we talk about what we're going to pick, or do we not talk about it? So mm. we don't influence the people who do go to the heart because that's what the character would do. So we haven't really discussed it yet, and that's exactly why I've got this episode to talk about it because I need to talk to somebody about it without affecting their game. But mm. um, and it's all been I've already made my choice. I've emailed in. Same. Yeah. Oh, is it, was, has the deadline already been? I don't know. Someone on the Facebook group was being like, "Oh, have I run out of time?" Oh. I guess Weirwood is fine, which is why I knew that Weirwood was the standard one. I see. Um, I think there's a. It's Wednesday, the twelfth of April. Oh well. Oh, okay. Yeah, they cool. they can change it they want. They're just being dramatic. Oh well, there we yeah, go. Next month. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they've got time. But yeah, a wane of Weirwood. I mean, what five thrones they typically go typically go for? Going to be a lot less come E one, but still, that is a lot of cash to uh to pass up which is my my, lo my internal logic is that all of these are worth roughly the same uh, the scene, seeing the Valorn Heart is kind of you know emotionally worth a lot but five Chaos Fruits versus a Wayne of Weirwoods I, I would like to assume that each Chaos Fruit is worth about a throne in terms of its effect in terms of its um, effect I don't want to well actually but I believe Every single person gets one fruit for free. You do, yep. Yeah, two okay. points for Finn. Ah, yes, I'm winning. You, you are not, but <laughs> oh, yeah, it's two three. But yeah, no, we uh, the actual standard rewards. So I don't know if either either of you saw uh, over the last I don't know month or so people asking in the Navar Discord about, hey, has everyone Have got their yeah, have you had the suit, but also have you mm. had your inventories updated? And what's happened so far is the people who went in, uh, the standard rewards were going to be, um, like, saw so four ingots of forest resources, like, uh, 
uh, dragon bone, that kind of thing, and then six herbs. But depending on how buffed your military unit was, you'd get proportionally more, and that's the baseline. But what they haven't added on yet are the additional rewards based on how many people go. So I think it was like 10k, 20k, 30k, 40k, you know, so on and so forth. All right, yeah. And for each level that we got, oh, so that was it. For each 5,000 strength you get, there's additional herb and. We've got stretch resources. goals. Is that what you're telling me? We we had stretch goals and we oh. smashed all of them. So. So uh, hard that they rewrote some of the goals, right? <laughs> yeah. They're trying to get people to see the hearts just so they don't have to give out so many fruits or wanes of weirwood. But they, um, effectively, if you went in with a level one unit, you're going to get 15 ingots and 17 herbs in your player pack. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, for people who did Merciless Wrath of the Reaver and stuff like that, they'll have proportionally more. So everyone who went on this is going to be absolutely minted at E1. And I think at E4, someone was there were people aiming to break the record of chain casts of Merciless Wrath of the Reapers. That's a lot of people. Yeah, something like nearly 100 casts, 90 casts yeah. or something. Yeah. That sounds about right. So yeah, that is, um. that's the results, basically. That's what people are going to get. Um, there are a few role-playing effects as well. So uh, I think if you're a if you're un if you're unulin normal or unlineaged basic yeah basic <laughs> mundane if you're beige then you can become a briar especially those Ooh. who explored the garden of abomination and picked up the tender fruits of temptation there's got to be a thing with hint, briars hint. and fruits then yeah if you already have the briar lineage. You can add flowers to your fizz rep. That didn't go well last time. When yeah, that was a whole... <laughs> mm. When you say didn't go well, are we talking icy or OC? Uh, wasn't it sending people mad? It was, um, yeah, last like, time you, there was a thing people heard people dreams from flowers in their hair. Something. Mm. Yeah, like, I was grabbed their bark and mad. they heard, yeah, they had, like, whispers from the Green Mother and stuff, but then I don't know what happened, but a few events later it was then all right, now it's all fine, and whoever did the plot strings they need to do, they did it, and now you can just have flowers if you want. Yeah. So, like, there's, I think there's still, like, a level of suspicion, maybe? I'm not sure. Well, all of the previous flower side happened before the brief change, didn't it, for Briars? Well, for Navari oh. Briars. Not what was that after? Effectively, where before it was pretty much mandatory, if you're Navar, you distrust and dislike Briars. But then PD shifted oh, yeah. that to be, um, hey, it's it's optional. That's entirely, you know, in keeping with Navarre's uh, culture, but it's not mandatory anymore. Hmm. Which basically killed off that, that sentiment overnight. And I wonder if, um, I wonder how people are going to react to this. Because you can't react with rage as you usually would. And um, maybe, maybe I suspicion. react to everything with rage. No, oh, you're charming, Finn. I've never yeah, seen I'll you, just, I've never seen you yell. Yeah. <laughs> I've, never, I've never heard you really raise your voice, actually. You've raised I mean, it a bit, at, but... Uh, not even at Songs and Stories. Barely. <laughs> you just have such even a... Even when people are interrupting. Especially when there's people interrupting <laughs> Songs and Stories and clapping and stuff. Uh, I'm going to admit something dark and secret <laughs> here. 
uh, that I've stopped. Never been to Songs and Stories. I've stopped attending. Um, no, you... Six years of it, it's I, I've had enough. I've had. I yeah, will admit, sometimes enough. it does get a bit st- samey. I I show up, I do my one song, I listen to a couple more. Then when it gets to one I've heard before, that's when I'm like, okay, I got other things to do. Love songs and stories, never change, but I've I've, I've heard it now, and I like performing. Yeah, turning up at the end is awesome when everyone stood up and mm-hmm. was singing uh, Westwall. That's pretty good. Mm. But otherwise, Sorry, we were... <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy. Well, I mean, band was too busy stealing people's milk money, and <laughs> last time I was too busy trying to remember who the fuck I was. So, you're welcome. Valid, valid excuses. Yeah. <laughs> um, the final role playing effect actually um was you are filled with the vigor of youth nothing seems impossible to you and the more risky an endeavor the more it excites you and if you continue to role play like that you will get an additional temporary hero point i presume it's for people who already have hero though right like i I wouldn't mind one hero point which i could use for role play effects so it says it doesn't increase your normal maximum. I want spent, it's gone. But it's the... Oh, there you go then. But it's an extra one. So it's the first one spent. I, I would argue, if you have zero hero points, you get one. <laughs> because you're eating you, soup, it makes you heroic. Yeah. But you don't, you don't have any... Um, You need the hero to get any of the other skills. So the Correct, only thing you can yeah. use it for is <laughs> You don't know what to do with it, but you're feeling pretty damn God, heroic. I, I feel so heroic and I just want to get it out there, but... Yeah. It would be good if you could give it to someone else. You'd be like, guys, I'm just going to... Let me just give you a pep talk real quick. And then someone else who's a hero can actually use it. But Well, maybe one of the fruits gives hero points. Ooh. Maybe. Make, let you know Venom like you... um Allows you to call Venom like you know it. And then uh, use your hero point to call Venom. That's As you cool, like, spit on your sword or something and then... <laughs> slash and <laughs> swashbuckle towards the enemy. I'm just that gross. Yeah. And uh, cover it up. But yeah, that is the that's the TLDR of that wind of uh, wind of war. Well, that's one of the more interesting ones I've heard. But I think that's just because I'm conceited and I can see how it affects the people around me, as opposed to some of the others, which just seem very far away. Yeah, the other one was effectively PD removing slavery from the game to an extent um, with the oh was it it's not Drakenfest because that's another LARP it was Draken's Reach Draken's Grab ah oh, damn it I should know did a whole episode on it but anyway the um, the Empire raided a slave hotspot a HQ if you will and destroyed it so now mm-hmm. all of the slave dependent nations like the Grendel and Yarm are struggling and we'll have to i think the quote was we'll have to seriously reconsider how they're going to move forwards mm-hmm. because there's no oh, fresh supply of. so um, we're ending slaves. slavery not by like ethics but by like supply and demand yeah we've, no we've destroyed all sure... the slaves there's none more for anyone are we sure Job they're not done. just gonna like move to other nations and enslave them though because it feels Whoa, like I on. know <laughs> game-wise that might not happen, but I feel like logically, if you just got rid of loads of slaves, they'd just make more slaves. Yeah, I mean the, the Grendel Peace Treaty ends next year, so they might just start here. emptying for Oz. <laughs> oh God! 
Well, well, that's fine. That's not what we're talking about today. That's why I it's, it's so over there, though. It's like as a wind, as a wind. It's just so over there. Like that's huge. That's great. That's amazing. But this is the one that I did and very much interests my nation. So yeah, but that's what I mean. Like this one is like, oh, I know a lot of people. This will definitely affect like mechanically, and it will affect all of us roleplay wise. Whereas one of the others, I'm like, I don't even know what that is. So cool. Yeah, but it does feel weird. Like it's. Yeah, ending slavery world worldwide. It's like, yeah, that is a huge thing that will be talked about. Yeah, but what does the fruit do? We're overshadowing (laughs) it. What is Hmm. the jelly bean? What? What flavor? What happens if a briar eats it? We're doing it already. We're already like, oh, let's feed it to a briar. Let's feed it to ten briars and ten regular people and ten non-lineage people, (laughs) and then see and see what happens. And it's it's full scientific accuracy. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Um, as someone with a military unit, I am going for the fruit option. Yeah. Like immediately, I was like, I'm emailing in. I'm just like, I would love to see a heart. I would love for my character to see the heart. Um, but I would also love to be curious and pick up these weird fruits and do this. And also the um the the flavor of each of each thing. Um, oh yeah, I love the. The abominations and stuff. I know the um the Weirwood Grove has some really specific like boss battles, basically. Like um, was that the Faces the... one? No. Oh, I, I can't. Was that the? Or did everyone fight the face? I can't remember. I need to read it again. Whoops. Yeah. We should um. Oh, but no. The um the Weirwood Grove had this like um line of like boss battles that included not quite a shiny crab, but not a shimmering cat or something like that. It's like, yeah. what does that what? mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Um, so like that that was the thing that tends me towards Weirwood, which although Is it, it that you know, weird sphinx thing that's like half scorpion, half feline? Oh maybe. Oh like a manticore. Hmm. Maybe. But like shimmering crab. <laughs> like what are you talking about? What is that? But a um, warforged manticore. <laughs> ooh. But yeah, it, it like it, it was really interesting. And I was like, oh, this is the exact kind of thing. Like when I made Riffle, um, the very first thing I had in mind was like, oh, monster like like um like a Steve Irwin type, but in Deep Thrunin, who like oh, wrestled dark yeah. alligators and shit like that. Like, I was tempted to make a character like that, and I was like, I'm gonna have a whole like field guide, and I'm gonna be like, they're a softy, really. Gets impaled. <laughs> <laughs> I must have startled him. <laughs> oh yeah, but then, but then you start playing the game, and your character is also completely different. But I did see all these like abominations. Like oh, that's interesting. But the um the gardens of abomination did very explicitly say. You just come across all sorts of abominations, all kinds of terrors. You will not be the same person when you come out. And like I said in the last episode, I love angst in roleplay. And like, oh, just mess me up. I'll, I'm going to come out the other side of this. Just <laughs> I can take it. I've seen some things, man. You know, like, yeah, let's do it. What would your... Uh, what's the best way to phrase this? Right, so... because. Merlin, you didn't you didn't have a military unit, did you? That went. I don't. I have a mana site. <laughs> so many people trying to convince me to get the enchantment, but it just didn't work out to make that much sense. And also, my mana site's kind of one of those things. It doesn't really require me to be there RP wise. So RP wise, I did go to like I was with the Zayla's dance. Like that's what a lot of the healers. Like, it's what me, Illy, and Gwil have said for most of that with the Zayla's dance. But changing it didn't make any sense. And then everyone was like, oh, well, you should because this, this, and this. But 
my logic is next event all these military units are going to need rituals and i can give people mana so i'm helping in my own way <laughs> yeah literally zero respect for people who tell others what makes sense for their character and mm -hmm. um the question i was going to ask was if you could design a monster that you faced or in, i guess in finn's case what was the monster that you faced out there in the uh in the greenwood oh because for me oh, it would be a big worm but like like a just standard earthworm like a, like a lind worm oh I'm, i think it, yeah just, <laughs> yeah it's just it's like a gigantic tapeworm <laughs> takes me and i'm like no that's what's wrong with uh yeah no i oh, i am such a sucker for body horror um i love the tree that terrible terrible i might genuinely um like try to do some fan art of it or something mm. I mean, with the the severed head screaming the the tenants of the ezatruna like oh terrifying i love it that's amazing um i was kind of thinking of what's something like horrifying but also a little silly that i can drop on you like um oh my god lindia um yeah i've put this like, like this disgusting bug with like 10 cockroach legs and like this long slimy worm body but its head was exactly your head it had your face Lindia, the <laughs> just <laughs> just like so like that like oh it just kept it just kept trying to call me mum but like mona mum <laughs> and it was your Mommy. face <laughs> so i i might i might just i don't know something but you know like just oh gnarly like you know warped faces like this used to be a person but like is so far removed and you know limbs coming out where they shouldn't like just disgusting stuff like I'm, I'm all here for it so that's why i was like okay the role like oh i'd love to see heart but the, the the atrocities that's what i'm here for mm. so i just uh, checked on the so the section of the screaming head tree mm. worm thing uh weird, isn't it it is yeah it is the yeah, air's a section so yeah. that is everyone took part in that oh yeah they given yeah yeah so you can do both yeah yeah cool <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for you Merlin what is your deepest um, nightmare some sort of weird mycelium doppelgangers Ooh. sort of um so the idea of all of them being like connected under the earth like mycelium um and making per like almost perfect replicas so like i could turn around and see illy there and oh, like he'd be almost yeah. perfect except he'd have like reptilian eyelids or something um and they're all connected the idea that like there's um in the terry pratchett book i read there's this thing called a drome and it's almost they're in like this fey land but the world sort of loads in like a video game so when it's far away if you walk too quickly the trees can't like render quick enough so they're like weirdly smooth and so you can kind of tell everything's wrong so the idea that this whole forest would be the creature and everything that's created is like it can it will like lure you in with like the voice of i don't know your like dead vine partner like calling you for Ooh. help something like that um so yeah it can like it can speak in your voice it can look just like you the idea that like maybe if it was in the dark you'd end up killing your own allies stuff like that um because then all of the things that are most important to asia all of her loyalty all of her, like knowing resolutely there are these three four people that she will trust with her life and suddenly being entirely alone and like maybe there'd be a time where she sees 
Ilio Gwil or Neyren go down and she doesn't run for them because she thinks it's oh. the forest playing tricks on her. Terrible. And then she I... turns around to grab the hand of who she thinks is the real Illy and she looks down and he's missing a finger and she's like, "It's I've just killed the wrong one. Teacher, I want to change my answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be mine, personally. Oh, so and good. also, just like that uncanny valley of like, you run and you put your hand down on a tree and the tree has a heartbeat and you're like, what? Mm. That for me, that That's would be it. So good. Like, I just, I, I kind of want to just cram on as much as I can. Like, yeah, I'm on board. I'm playing I'll, a scene I'll, out of my head. Yeah, yeah. This is, this yeah is that's, great. oh, horrifying. Yeah. I, this is oh, a player oh, event waiting to happen. When, you know? when oh, yeah. Because that's well, the yeah, easiest when... thing to crew. You're Illy, but Illy's not playing Illy. It's, you know, Paddy's just crewing and he's there. Oh, you give everyone, you give everyone like um a card that says whether or not you are your character for that day and it swaps over. For that, oh. Or you'd, you'd put like um, a pager in someone's pocket and they play their own character right up until it goes off and then they switch into their doppelganger. Oh, so it's completely yep. random. Nobody, even you don't know when it's going to happen until you feel that like slight buzz in your pocket and suddenly you're on the other side and you're trying to kill everyone. You're or you're trying to convince them that you're that person or you're trying to pull them deeper into the forest. You know, the idea that like you might hear like i don't know like if you had a kid or something like you'd hear your own like daughter's voice coming from 15 different directions in the forest and you just have to pick one i like no no oh, that's heebie-jeebies territory the, yeah the, the the voices of your loved ones mm -hmm. not coming from your loved ones but the Ugh. thing is if you know that they're not there it's kind of okay but the fact that it would be the person that is right next to you do you know what I mean? It's almost like um, when you watch those videos of people doing the escape rooms and they go to run away with like their partner and they accidentally grab the oh, horror yeah, actor's yeah, hand. Yeah. It would be like that. You'd be like, we need to get out. You grab the hand, you pull them to run and you look over on the arms like merging into the tree trunk next to you and you're like, ah. oh, yeah. but, it's, but it's it's squeezing your hand back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now you can't let go. And there's like this toxin seeping into your arms and then you can't move and then you're paralyzed. Yeah, like oh, stuff so like good. that. So, so yeah. good. Sentient it, forest. <laughs> danger geography. I mean, there you go. Um, and that has. Oh no no! Yeah, oh, flaming torches. Yeah yeah. So it's oh, really it's... hard to keep track of each other. Anyway. No, it wouldn't. For me though, it would have to be the fact that it's it's natural. That's the thing. Like it's not even. Yeah, it wouldn't be like fog. a bastardization of nature. It would just be this is a place that no human should have ever gone. Mm. And normally when the when there's no like completely sentient like human oid creatures there it's just normal like there's no real animals left they're all just when the mycelium got there it saw the deer and so now there are deers but none of them are deers anymore they are just what they think a deer should be so everything's just a little bit off and then like when you kill it you suddenly just look around at like everything that's like the forest sounded normal, but now it's dead silent. There's like nothing is living here. Oh. But for me, the best lighting would be like bioluminescent pulsing through the Ooh, ground of the mycelium. Yeah. So like the like the only things you can hear is the mycelium. The only things you can see, like the, all you can hear is the forest. All you can see is the forest. All the light comes from the forest. There's no moonlight coming through the trees. Like everything yeah. that's around. You are in the monster. Do you know what I mean? Like it's the whole forest. It's not something that's tracking you through a forest you can't hide behind the bushes because the bushes can like taste you it's, on their leaves it's tracking you through its own teeth like yeah. <laughs> the bush licks you 
Basically, <laughs> <laughs> and then it moans. You're like, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm no, out. Wrong game. I'm, I'm out of here. It's just that idea of like you're watching your friend bleed out and you can't heal them. Like you're like cleaved on the floor or whatever. Mm. You're watching them bleed out and then slowly their blood just pulls, coagulates, and stands up. And they're not mm. down anymore, but it's also not them anymore. That kind of thing. And They've then got they like an extra laughing. hand, but on the wrong, on the you know, got two hands on the left arm and none on the right or something. Even just tiny things like they pick up their sword. Wait, oh, and, they weren't oh. right-handed before. And then like, oh. and like then just the, tiny the little things because very... it would really push how well you know your closest friends as well. Oh the other god, thing that yeah. Was, oh, terrifying shit when. The face is entirely neutral. They're barely opening their mouths, but it is the most pained and emotional screaming you can imagine. But like their mm -hmm. face isn't selling it, but their voice, oh yeah. It's like um in Doctor Who when Prisoner Zero is trying to be the dog and the man at the same time. Yeah. It's got the voice is wrong. So the man's barking and the dog talks. It would be stuff like that, like you know Oh too many mouths, I can't keep track of them all. <laughs> yeah, like it's like the there do just be those moments where everything just goes wrong and suddenly like because it would take a while to realize what was going on like it wouldn't start all at once so you'd be deep in the forest and suddenly you'd be like hang on a second like how how long was it since the person next to me took their last breath and you realize like they've been moving their shoulders but they haven't been breathing for the last three hours like what's oh, going on you just and you've also got to rem yeah oh and also if you're hunting deer or something is your example you know mm -hmm. you shoot them down you start to butch them and you realize the flesh is not right yeah like oh, the no. organs are in the wrong place all pulsating yeah. and because but the other thing you gotta remember of course is that um it's not just the characters going in it's their military units there are like yeah. dozens to hundreds of people in your military yeah. unit who you may or may not know well and stuff, like who are all suffering the same fate and of course you can choose for your military unit to be walked like, out yeah so like and the thing is like they could turn on you as well like you give the order and they all just like slowly turn to their head and you that could be the first time you realize that the food that you've been feeding them for the last two weeks has done that like fungus zombie thing in their brain that they all turn to you in sync mm. and it's suddenly a hive mind and it's only you left your whole military unit's gone but you've been with them for weeks but they've been dead for months oh that yeah kind of thing. yeah yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah, yeah. we need anyway, to make yeah, this a, no no, no. <laughs> yeah, player yeah, event yeah. that is a no. player event um, especially with the pages perfect absolutely perfect mm. Oh, no, we, we could like definitely coordinate with like um the crew to all know a specific like um like trigger or something to then all be like all right now we're all gonna, now we're all gonna turn our heads and be creepy and stuff but it's almost like a self-crewing like, event yeah I mean, you'd, you'd yeah. have the big badge you'd have you know the heart of the mycelium or i mean the you'd, yeah you'd heart have a in few air quotes people, yeah. but the thing that's the most scary about it is like not knowing at any point when it could happen yep do you know what i mean like you it's not a case of Oh, oh but... yeah, well, I'm fighting with Illy for these two hours, and then he's got a crewing slot, and he'll be, maybe he'll be wearing a mask when he comes at me. Like, no, it's, Still you fight face. absolutely tooth and nail to keep your friends alive, and then that buzz happens in your pocket, and you're going to fight absolutely tooth and nail to make the next three hours the most horrific three hours in their life. Oh, his crewing slot started 15 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it would just be little things like everybody would be able to decide what their own tells were and how dramatic they were. Like some people might go straight psycho. Like if your character's naturally an aggressive, impulsive person, then maybe you turn and suddenly you're like going like full clicker zombie and making weird noises and like jerky body movements and like yeah. going for them. Other people might just subtly like move their sword to the other hand or it's like, like um, 
just go like weirdly slack or something. Like, do you know what I mean? Just like little, little things. Yeah, I. Because oh, the then people of... so quickly would be trying to work out tests. Like, you know, when people are coming back possessed and they're like, what color is this? And it didn't work because they were asking people, A, the colors of things they'd already seen, or they were asking the same person and people were just copying the answers. It would be stuff like that. You'd be like, when was the first time you met me? And they think they were safe doing those tests for like the first like hour of the encounter. And then some kind of weird mycelium herald would be. You're describing and we know the thing. what you know. And their memories are our memories. And in some way, we always were you. And it's just like, wait, they know the answers to all these questions? All oh, these checks yeah. were pointless. Do a little questionnaire. Oh, yeah, no, that's worse. Event. That's way worse. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, a little, little questionnaire pre-event of everyone's answers of like, how did you meet X, Y, or Z? So, you know, the, so the crew know little mm -hmm. tits, tidbits and stuff, and they'll they'll yeah. drop it in. Oh man, yeah, you'll give this each other's be, answers. Like, <laughs> this oh, would fuck, be this... perfect for ILARP. But also, oh yeah, yeah that's actually made way too. Yeah, but also, 100. But have you considered um, not you knowing what's happening? You can do it, I, love, I want a free but... ticket because I'm too poor to go. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, deal. Well, yeah, like, deal. The idea of not knowing it could happen at all <laughs> is even worse. But you, you had to get one. Yeah, but whatever. I love this. I love this. It's got so many legs. It's got too many legs. <laughs> it's got a perfect amount of legs. It's got but... just as many legs as you've got. What are you talking about? <laughs> you always had this many legs. Oh, look down. You are a too many legged zombie. Mm. Terrifying. Man, PD should have hired us to do this. Like, I mean, <laughs> and then, and then, and then. <laughs> yeah, because on, on one hand, the, the the big reveal in this of those heirs of Terranail becoming part of a herald and still mm -hmm. technically being alive, uh, uh, sorry, being alive for that process proves that we can fuse the, the human soul with a herald, with another being. Which... Oh, the... That raises a lot of questions. Do you know what? Sorry, one thing about that horrific thing we've just described. Do you know what would be great if it was a player event <laughs> not, specifically not being for character? A victim of no, it. <laughs> it would be a player event specifically for your characters that have died, like past characters. Um, and there were certain ways you could increase your chances to survive if you did something specifically virtuous, and we just called it the labyrinth. How fucky would that be? <laughs> My brain hurts. Because <laughs> I suppose, or even because obviously, like you couldn't have it sanctioned because, like, you know, we have no clue oh. what the labyrinth is. But that would just be so funny if the other people would be like, "What? This is what happened? I thought I would go somewhere calm, and I died." Actually, yeah. I, I would love to host like a fair event for like, yeah, characters who are like dead, but it's just like a dinner party or some shit mm. like that, like in like dinner yeah. party in the labyrinth or some nonsense. Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah, right. But you've you've got your injuries, if any, that led to your yeah. demise. So and, my head and... would just be on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you'd just be a talk. Yeah, you could do that um, illusion thing where you have a little hole in the bottom of the table and you could just sit there the whole time heckling and everyone. And just get you a fake body yeah. to sit in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sat there cramping underneath this camp table. Like, please <laughs> feed me. I have no arms. <laughs> I have no arms that I My body scratch. is useless. <laughs> that, that would be really cool. That would be less emotionally exhausting as well because I'm still sat here reeling from the idea of running through uh, the Islarp forest. Oh. And yeah, especially I've... like having areas to go to and clear so you'd have, you know, typical druge and stuff like that to clear out standard combat so you actually spend time with your friends. But just the threat of 
Yeah, it might only be once or twice across the whole weekend with the mycelium getting yeah. one of you for a little bit or copying when your party's split in two, especially forcing you to areas of like really high density of trees there's, and shrubbery. Um, so there's lots of line of sight breaking. A game, and I can't, don't remember what it's called. It might be called like Roll Call or something, where you're in a line oh, and yeah. you're holding hands and then like there's snatchers and they can take the person off the end of the line. And every now and again, the person at the front calls Roll Call and everyone has to say their name starting from the bottom to the top. And, like, obviously it's freaky because they're doing it pretty silently. Like, you're not allowed to scream when you're taking and stuff. So at some point you might say roll call and it just goes one. And then you get snatched. But I feel like something like that would be quite fun. Like, the idea if you're just, like, stumbling around in the dark and you're calling out and you're like, who? Who's there? And, like, you know, you think that all the people responding to you are still with you. And then you turn around and they're just all there stood, like, looking at you like, you're next, mate. Like a little semicircle in a, in a clearing. Especially when there's husks and stuff mixed in amongst them. Or maybe yeah. Other, oh yeah, other... and they're just walking alongside because they're they're one of the Valoran at the minute. Oh, yeah. Or like you'd have somebody that like died, died. Um and then you might be like, Are you okay to crew the rest of the event? Or do you want to make a new character? And if they say crew, like I'd quite happily come back with just like do barely anything but maybe put on like cosmetic contacts and make my eyes brown instead of green mm. and just see how long it takes people to notice this tiny thing about me because loads of people wouldn't know your eye color like so many of my lap friends i don't know their eye colors but your brain would be like something's wrong something's not right or maybe like a little black vein just ever so slightly peeking out over a mm -hmm. top or out of a sleeve or something just the smallest little hint Makeup lady does her eyebrows a little bit different, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> War painters on like a different diagonal, that kind of thing. Mm. Oh, yeah, your tattoos. Oh, aren't. yeah, your tattoos are just gone. Oh, my God. If yeah. you had like a war band that had like disappeared the week before and they come back, but all their tattoos are gone. Oh, like, not yeah. even slightly. Like, that would be an obvious one, but it's like they've come back, and either it's a case of. Was, was they it war broke... paint or a tattoo? Wait, but that's it... the thing. They they yeah. could even be that they do come back. You'd have to have some come back genuinely right so that you didn't just insta-kill anyone that you know is dead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You'd have to have some people come back with nothing wrong with them. But maybe they, like, broke their oaths whilst they were being controlled so they lose certain tattoos. Like, if you... You well, know, like, if you're just a brand... Unburdened. They were convinced to unburden. I'm like... <laughs> The tattoo say, "Oh no, uh, no, Chris! You mentioned the um the the eyelap woods, and I one of my my second ever lap that you know my, my first non empire lap was gulag. The fucking oh yeah, oh January. man, I'm so bummed out. You, I was, didn't you go were to gonna that. come with? Yeah, you, I had my kit and everything. You I had just your didn't kit, go. Your and then I was literally in the car park, like, dude, where are you? I like, <laughs> I don't like know anyone well, but I I found a good group and I just got right into it. It was terrifying. Like they bundle you in a van, <laughs> put you off into the woods, and say." The camp is that way. Good luck. And it's like January and mm. terrifying. I want to play them so bad. Like, I just at the moment, financially, I can't really handle any more than mm. just Empire, but I've only played Empire. And I have so many ideas, even just for like, as you can tell, I get very into my ideas. And I'm like, I just need to play different systems and different games. And so that's like my goal for the next mm. bit that's what i'm saving my money oh. for is i need to go somewhere else unfortunately at this point, i think gulag's been cancelled now yeah i don't think i'm doing it anymore so that's um oh but we did um i mean back to empire um <laughs> when we hosted quiet glades and theron in yeah that um, was awesome 
we did a really good job with the sorry, pat ourselves on the back with the Valorn husks in the long grass. Yeah, the, yeah, I've heard people talk about that. Players were terrified of that. Like it was kind of funny on a nosy level because they were so scared that they were whispering all their calls. And of course, the rules of the game: your calls have to be heard within a ten feet. So if you're whispering cleave and whispering execute, that doesn't count. So like they were too scared to like do their OC calls loud enough. So it's like, well, <laughs> you're not. You're playing the game, <laughs> like you're breaking the rules, so we're gonna have to ignore that call. Yeah, and Sol oh, came round to us because Sol was uh, kind of, oh, yeah. kind of running. He's like, right, stop. They're getting overwhelmed, and it was they probably it was probably a one to one ratio. If if anything, the heroes had more on side, and because it was dark and spooky and scary, and people were getting dragged into this felt like maybe, way more. Yeah, meter yeah. high grass, and because we'd go down, people wouldn't execute us, like Finn said, and then we'd just sit back up again. Get back up again. Yeah, Terrifying. we had to stop attacking like, them because we were, we were just overrunning them. We we're gonna have a team. I was monstering, and I had the heebie-jeebies. Like it was. Yeah. Oh. The moon was all out, but it was really, really foggy and cloudy, and oh, it was, it was the right time yeah. to be the bad guy. When we went I was, into the I, woods, I had the uh, the death whistle. That yeah, that oh, felt mm. great. You were you were so mean when we <laughs> you were just outside <laughs> of the camp and you just blew it, and half of the campers just reach for their weapons terrified of how much you like condition them to fear the whistle <laughs> yeah Jerk. i would fear just go behind like one or two husks who had respawned and blow the whistle and then you know two husks would walk out so you know my pavlov dogs are going ah yes whistle equals husks but then i would walk around behind them blow it but there would be no husks and then they would start to start to freak out and i managed to do a whole 360 on them and by the end of it they were just in a in the terrified huddle in this field. Mm, I think that was good. Good moment. I would love to. I mean, you know, we've we've you didn't hear anywhere, but you know, we've we've had murmurs for Quiet Glade two and whatever. But I would, I kind of want to lean heavy into the horror, like because it wasn't actually as like a high plan... combat event and a horror yeah, we, event. Yeah, we didn't plan for it to be as high combat and horrifying, but it kind of en- ended up being both a lot more. So I'd love to just lean into it this time and like proper like, oh, it's going to be creepy. It's going to be weird and see what we can get away with. Yeah, but Merlin's idea maybe... got me. I'm sat here yeah, on my yeah. phone typing up the, the cliff notes like this is fucking gold. Because basically, at least, all... hey, we've got it recorded. So we do, there we, we go. Do. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh, Empire. Oh, yeah, but... I, I, don't, okay, I don't know what else to add. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this... yeah that's, that's oh, what we go. faced. Yeah. Actually, and I, I, I was gonna just offhand say, yeah, the um, because the, you know, don't, like, everyone should make the option that makes the most sense for their character. But sometimes there is a bit of a conflict, like, oh, but with my character, this, but me as a player, would I enjoy this more? Maybe you as a player should trump it. But like, it's like um, yeah, in Black Sky, we're having a little bit of a internal, like, oh, but should we do? Oh, do you want to? Uh, do I want to do this or do I want to do this? And people being conflicted about it, so. Like you, for example, I was just, I was like, I solidified, I want to do this choice. But if for roleplay purposes, I could roleplay it as you, we, you know, we were on our way to do this option, but then I very heroically got gruesomely wounded and you had to carry me back to safety and then you missed out on this opportunity. So you did yeah. this one instead. Um, like, you, know, you can make the roleplay fit your choice, like, do what's good for you, but also there's no wrong choice. Like, if you're. Yeah. If, well, if everyone's going with the role play option, for example, do it. Like, the, the, like none of it's yeah. real. 
that's like for 4%. me as well like with a with like the mana site obviously there's no law saying that that needs to be 100% manned by you all the time so i'm like role play wise i can be off doing these other things whilst my mana site's ticking away the only thing that makes any difference is the resource and my inventory and at the end of the day like I can just be like, oh yeah, I was really focused on the healing or, you know. So I always find that there's always a way to find a happy medium. Mm. Mm. And if I had to pick a side, I would agree with you, Finn, that, you know, what you're going to enjoy most should trump it. But it's, it's, I think as long as you're not sat there going, right, three of us will take uh, oh, the, yeah, no, it, the yeah. heart so we get all of the information and then we'll yeah, take no mere wins. For yeah. a moment, um, yeah, like I've seen um, in a couple of servers, like I've seen a conversation steer towards something and I, I just had to be like, no, don't worry, don't worry about it. Just, <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> it's a game. Yeah. Do you, just wish everyone sounds trying to win. Mm. You can't win at LARP. You can have winning moments, but you don't win it, so stop trying to win. <laughs> That's true, yeah. You know, even if you do last forever, the game system will end one day, just like Odyssey did. And um... but also, surviving isn't always winning. Like just being there for all of it doesn't mean you had the best time you could have the whole time. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Gold, gold plate. That quote. <laughs> Survival is not winning. <sighs> Wait, that's that's the um that's the, um in Wally. You know the um I don't want to survive. I want to live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. but that is true though because I know so many people like yeah no I'm alright can't complain and then they tell me about their life and I was like no you can complain if you're having an awful time the fact that you're not dead or like right on the verge of it does not mean that you have to be happy with what you're at and it doesn't mean that you can't want to change it as well because I know so many people are like yeah I like my character I don't really want to like retire them but I kind of wish I was doing this I was like go do it then if you're liking your character you there's never really too late to change what your character does. Mm, if you awesome. really want to keep them, just let them have an epiphany. They're like, oh, well, it's not really what my character would do. I'm like, are you still enjoying doing what that character would do? Because if you're not, they can have an epiphany. They can have a nightmare where they wake up in cold sweats and go, what am I doing with my life? Like, That's one of the things I like being okay. about never being a guide. Like, being a guide, though, you can, if you're doing, if you're doing the guidance part of it, um, you can very much lean into that okay so you as a player want to do this but you're having some dissonance with your character choices on an oc level let's bring this ic and i'll bring an agenda of getting your character to line with your player and like let's just feel it out see what becomes fun like we'll make it work like um you can always change your mind i just realized uh when we're talking about the big a in the other episode Oh, yeah. We did not talk about was it the dreamwalkers or the dream speakers or weavers the new archetype Ooh. yeah but Navar. So that I feel like I don't <laughs> want to touch it. Well, I like that one. It to me, it they very much talk about guiding people through the great dance. <laughs> I was just like, wait, that's just a different way of being a guide. The thing is, it is got similar aspects to the guide. And if I was head of what is and isn't on the VAR wiki, I'd delete guide and just let dream speakers be there. Mm, no, you're because I don't think guide I, th well, no, I think guide is a good one. I don't think the relation to dream speakers to guides is really all that accurate because it's all more about unpicking what you already know and what you're already mm. thinking. But I would remove the guide priest connection. Oh, that one, that one sentence that says the priests of Navarre. The first cool, like, one, yeah, it's yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um, 
and then it's, really focus puts you in a box in, immediately and doesn't let you focus yeah, on yeah really focus okay. in on the guiding on the one and then the sort of trauma unmuddling the mm. sort of psychiatrist <laughs> or but therapist the um guiding but with with the um dream speakers though um i think that it becomes an archetype once the city of dreams is built yeah we've had a vote on what to do with Saren, but the senators could just say we're gonna commission the city of flowers and just fund it and build it like there's no guarantee that we're gonna have the dream speakers as a viable archetype just yet like we've voted on it so you know it's on the horizon but we could pivot again way we could never build but it is nice to Saren. see as well like, but it's nice it to see. actually yeah, yeah. being done as well like seeing people do it on the field is good um mm. And yeah, I'm just, it's one that it has a lot of game and it has a lot of like practical, visible, tangible game, which I'm really liking seeing as opposed to like, oh, what people have been doing for ages and ages and ages could be defined as this. It's yeah. like this different thing that you're seeing is because of this archetype, which should be how it is. Like it feels different. It feels new. It feels like it has an identity. So I'm quite excited about it personally. Also, uh, one of the main dream speakers is my dead icy parent that's come to Navarre to be with me, and I'm very happy, so I'm a bit biased. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh, was she the one who spoke at standing? Yeah, they... Oh, the one of the, the coat of dreams, or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they are. Gotcha. Nice. Oh, it's such a little... It's, uh, every time I um, someone says something about character X, Y, or Z, I'm like, oh, you mean that person? It's a uh, it's a nice little community. It feels <laughs> it's it's. I mean, Navarre itself is what three four hundred players. I don't feel like I yeah. I know more Navarre than twenty of them. Pretty big, like mm. for ages it was ha ha ha. Wintermark's big, and now it's like yeah, Navarre's the second biggest, and it's not that far out. Mm. Especially after a lot of uh, Wintermark. I wonder how the numbers look now actually. Because mm. oh yeah, I, I feel Wintermark like I had keep a big exodus. adopting. I feel like I keep adopting Wintermarkers and convincing them to come join Navarre. Like every other game I do, I befriend uh, someone from the Wintermark. I think Navarre the is one of the easiest nations to settle into. Mm. Um, but a lot of the other nations, like, they're really great once you're in there, but a lot of people are like, right, and now for my next character, I'm moving to blah, blah, blah. The most people I know that are really like, I'm in this nation, and my next character's in this nation, and my next character's in this nation is Navarre. They're all like, I can't see anything happening that's going to make me want to change nation. Mm. Or they're like, mm, maybe I will, but in like three characters' time. See, I'd like to try other things, but Navarre just keeps being like, well, it's I'm so still good. On. It's just so good. There's so much in like, there. Like, I really want to give the marches or Varushka a go, mm. but I mm. feel like I'm going to do that, make a big kit, and then I'm going to transfer back to Navarre. <laughs> like, I just love it so much. Would you have a hail that say uh, your character died? Would you go to Varushka, and even if you had to solo it, would you hail Mary and see if you could get yourself killed in an event and just try and live the maximum Varushka <laughs> life? And then oh, go, right. so I have so many heretical dreams and plans, and I just, I feel like I'd just try and speed run it, you know? Like, I want to play a chill heretic character that does it slowly and friendly in a way where it's not really a problem. But I also want to speed run everything I would do with that character in like one event and see how quickly I can get executed. I are you now suddenly now suddenly I have the idea of. So we we said earlier, um, you know, the heirs of Trunail, they've been kind of written out of the plot now. 
surely one could just <laughs> roll a character who just preaches the tenets of the heirs of Terunial, see how I'll long be like, it takes. I'll be like, they're dead. I'm like, oh, well, biologically, I'm not an heir of Terunial, but I'm like, the heir oh, to an heir of Terunial, no, no, no. so... Okay, there's, there's, um, there was this one um, thing that I just remember like seeing someone just being, someone being like, yeah, these aren't the heirs of Terunial, Terunial's dead, and it's just like, yeah, but that's, that's why they're the heirs. Heirs, <laughs> like the, the current that's... inhabitants of yeah, like, <laughs> That's what inheritance is. However... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is an OC podcast, so anybody taking yeah. the answer to this question, uh, I'm I'm looking at you at home, um, <laughs> or on or travelling or wherever you are, you can't get out on the technicality. Uh, Merlin, are you a are you a purity cultist? What? Okay, Where's no. that from? No, that's fine. No, it's just no. I'm not. My next character has some interesting. Basically, I decided to make a really cinnamon roll heretic, and I'm not going to try and cover up an over heresy. So it's so it's fine if anyone here, you know, can't quite keep their metagaming to themselves because that's kind of fine. If you ask me directly, I will tell you directly as that character anyway. So it's fine. Um, otherwise, if I really wanted no one to know, I wouldn't say anything because metagaming is hard for some people to stop. Yep. Oh yes. Mm. Naming no names except for the people who know who they are. Um, but I want to be like a nature cultist and I'm going to have like a whole ass nature shrine right outside my tent and I'm just going to start chill, right? Like it's a little spiral of pine cones and it's fine. And I'm just mm. happy-go-lucky and I bake things and it's okay. And then like a couple of events later, there's like a deer skull and a blood of bowl on the shrine next to the pine cones. And having like a chat to a squirrel in the tree has become like chanting to the old gods of the forest but still happy-go-lucky and friendly and not trying to convince anyone else to agree with me which i feel like is the big one as soon as you're taking pre-skills or you're trying to convert people it becomes a big problem but the thing is i have quite a lot of people in like my thornborn that are very anti-heresy be they the champions of vigilance <laughs> or wise, wise guides that preach a lot of wisdom. Oh, yeah. But I, I just yep. don't think they, they will notice. I just don't. And I think by the time they will notice, at least the wise, wise guide is corruptible enough that she probably will not bother very hard. As long as I'm not doing anything with it. But that's the thing. I just want to know what happens. If you're genuinely so nice and you don't actually do anything that's actively wrong you know what i mean like i'm not dedicating anyone i'm not doing anything like that i'm not even a priest so it's not even like i could if i wanted to just bumbling along i know people will probably try and inquis it and execute me but what for like i want to know what the charges are going to be because i'm like okay but what have i done i made flapjack for everyone kill me go on then don't, don't say that to the militia they they will oblige <laughs> no i know but you know what i mean i'm like <laughs> yeah, i know yeah. that they'll probably end up dead but i just want to know how long it's going to take basically mm. and that is the fun part it can be very quick it could feel like mm -hmm. you've gotten away of it scot free and then boom Damn. they catch you or yeah. in uh, ta uh ben tadball i mentioned him in the previous episode um, oh, yeah. he beheaded one of my characters uh on the <laughs> battlefield uh it, if, to be fair to him with good cause because i'd already oh yeah out. The Druze yeah. handed me, basically tortured me on the front line and handed me back. And I'd been terminal for the last five minutes. <laughs> but I decided to scream, we're all going to die here. It's hopeless. 
And then Senator Rizzet Dancewalker <laughs> turns to Tadpole and goes, Sometimes, Tadpole, sometimes brands have to make the hardest of decisions. And he just walks off. And Ben <laughs> translates this to, we have to kill him. Kill so, him now. <laughs> so he puts me up against a tree in front of 20 witnesses, one of which is a militia member, and then proceeds to lop off my head. And that's nice. it. That's it for um, El Bandito. And it took a El lot. Bandito was the character I returned to Empire for. <laughs> kind of. So I had my first event and I met Yulon Blasco and like we vibed and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I'll come back. And then when I came back, I was like, oh, maybe I'll try to find that Blasco a bunch. And then I just saw you walking out from like someone Friday morning. And like, oh, it's you bunch. And you were like, wait, who are you again? And I just like put my fingers to my head and you're like, ah, yes. And like, I had like a shit little like sheriff badge from like a Halloween costume. Yes, I was like, yes, you I want to give this to El Bandito to be El Sharif. <laughs> Yeah, and I walked up and down Murder Alley with that teacher. thing. Yeah. <laughs> saying, I was, saying I was a sheriff, and everyone just, half the people believed me, just no questions asked. Like, oh, you but deputized. That is my thing. Yeah. I think a lot of the time, it depends how you play it, because Aisha's not a purity can. cultist, but she 100% does not believe in the virtues, doesn't follow the way. And people have asked her that, and she's like, I don't understand it, and I don't really believe it. And it just gets left there every time. Like, because I'm not saying I believe something else instead, people are just like, ah, maybe don't tell guides that, but that's about it. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so if you do believe something else, but you don't do anything about it for the first couple of sessions, does anything happen? And then if you do believe something else, you do do something about it, but it doesn't affect anyone else. Do you know what I mean? I want to know where the line is, where it's a real big problem. I think it's less to do with what you do and more to do with who you do it in front of, but we shall see. See, I, I had an early plan, which I've scrapped um, for any of those metagamers listening, but I had an early plan for Riffle to be like a comic book villain who wants to turn the whole world into Cambians. <laughs> because the Empire will get shit done if we're all Cambians, like purity cultists from that perspective. Um, but then like, it just seems like so much work. I was like, yeah, nah, can't be bothered. Yeah. I'll still think Cambians are the best, but, um, you know, not get along with room with them. Yeah, that's it, fair. That would be interesting, actually, because uh, Highguard is anti-lineage, to, to yeah. paraphrase. But there's no nation that's pro-lineage. Everyone else is, we don't really mind. But it would be intriguing if there was a, a nation that was basically made up of lineage humans. And being unlineaged eh, in them was quite rare. Yeah, and they like worked to like give each other, like, give them like boons from Eternals and stuff to. Yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, screw it. Maybe I will go back into the <laughs> idea of being a lineage. Like... What have I done? But is I, it true yeah. that like is it Arizon and Brass Coast, which seem to have like a lineage children exchange program? They're like, we'll yeah. have the arrows and you have the Campions. It's it's the um it's the it's the um. Oh, was it? Yeah, the lineage. Because Arizans are like pages. the champions yeah. are way too much for up here, and a lot of the, the Brass Coast Marrows are like, oh yeah, you just trot along then. I thought it was the <laughs> Oh no, the Briars go to Wintermark. Wintermark, they mm. like Briars are like, oh yeah, you got bark on the skin. You're a good hardy friend. I think that's their mindset. Um, <laughs> so like, yeah. But I, I do I find I... it funny how a lot of the nations have like their preferred of the lineage. Mm. Like, oh yeah, no, we, we Cambians do really well in them brass coast and so and so goes there and like i'm glad it's not absolute but it is quite funny to see those kind of trends yeah like it's it's the um it's like the the kind of 
positive like affirming role play end of the lineage and species attitudes pages because yeah. you know some of, them, some of them are quite like oh they're these are seen as distasteful in oh this the situation. high guards saw their horns or a high guard disgust. yeah, yeah. Then in... but then sometimes it's like um oh they love these guys and it's like oh yeah look lean into that like yes because <laughs> i think than the... you. There's some line in the bit that's talking about it, and it's like, are often sent to the brass coast because it's thought generally that they'll have a better quality of life around <laughs> people with more pep in their step or something like that. Mm. And it's basically just like, yeah, it just matches the vibes a bit better. It does. I think I saw some a player event. One of the high guard members cut off their own horns. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, unveiled. Yeah. yeah, that was that. I was like. I was quite new at this point, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh, what the there's... hell are you doing?" That was um, like shocking. There's some like I was saying earlier. I love a body horror. There was um, there's some friends of mine who are planning on joining High Guard who have said some like they want to do some unveiling and play a high lineage character, and this is the gruesome stuff they're gonna do to themselves to like unveil. And I'm like, "Yes, this is," and like I kind of want to like say it here and now in case like. It's like their unique idea and someone else can but you know like oh there's there's some good gruesome like stuff out there you can do that i haven't seen yet and i really am excited for this friend to play this new character for example and let's not forget the huge influx of priors we're absolutely going to get in the bar after this yeah. uh this wind of fortune wind of war sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> i um sorry i was just uh bringing the trait i mean the rail the railroad we went off the direct we did go we very off one. topic oh yeah no but... you asked us what's our favorite kind of horror and yeah, yeah I, we, I we've never come back since we've taken the scenic route and what a view it has been it's been fantastic <laughs> but we're gonna get this train back on the main track because i have some uh i have some fruit related questions so yes. will you be consuming the chaos fruit i'm gonna feed it to someone else like lindia first why um, <laughs> like when you say like <laughs> lindia do you just mean lindia <laughs> I was saying with the um with the with the weird shadow creature, like you, you know, you're my little guinea pig. It's it's fine. I'll patch you up if you need it. But like you know, you first. Love you. Bud. I want to know if so. You know the party potato and the idea that it had to be like surgically put in their stomach because if you chopped it up in any way, it would like break the enchantment or the hallowing or whatever. I want to know if you make these chaos fruits into like a smoothie bowl. <laughs> Does oh, it how have many a different effect? And can you like split effect. it between people? Um, I obviously am like mechanically, I don't have any chaos fruits. But if anyone tries to feed me them, yes, I will one hundred percent eat one. Can I um for for a moment the party potato? Oh, okay, yeah, what so is the um, party potato. I've heard of the pride apple. It was it was potato. I think it was Chris Trot from when they were talking about one of their um, LARP things with the Mark Humes thing, and they were saying that they had a potato that someone hallowed as Trot's party potato. Right. Um, and so basically just gave party atmospheres, and they were like, oh, I'm going to eat it, and then I'll be hallowed. But somebody had told them, obviously, like if you eat it, you, you break, the th break ah. it. So they, they were trying to find a healer to cut them open and surgically put it in their stomach and then sew them back up. So they could eat it without the Halloween disappearing. That is metal. I don't know if that happened, Gorgeous. but yeah, that's what I heard of. Well, now I know what I'm doing with my E1. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should have made it into party chips, really, but there we go. 
again, it would have broken the effects. There is, uh, it does mention in the actual wind about planting them as well. Oh, yes. That's, and that, that's a very fun and controversial thing, of course, because um, it very explicitly says um, that it's it's like fragments of Valorn magic. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> cultivating, <laughs> cultivating <laughs> Valorn is a crime. And yeah, it's recognized as a crime. And of course, the Synod's going to have some conversations. So. I'm ready for them to talk about it. Do you know what it. we need? We need an unsanctioned player event where a bunch of people illegally plant them and it springs up a mysterious hundred-year-old forest overnight that's full of weird mycelium people that look just like you. Uh, yeah. Yep, Full great. Circle, found back the into the origin story. Yep. We've come off the rails again. <laughs> the train is just we shaking side to side. That, yeah, that's great. We've got, the, we've got the origin story now for the forest. And the reason our heroes are there is because another unit has gone missing. We're there to find them. <laughs> and then who do we find within? That's the real question. Oh, you know what? I think I have been to a player event that was like unsanctioned. <laughs> like it started off sanctioned and then some plot points were a bit too were like, much. Mm. And so PD like rolled it back like it was a shared dream. Please don't refer to this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so don't... if we just start it with it's a weird dream, don't even worry. Yeah. You're gonna wake up full of less magical soup and you um we'll never talk about it again. Yeah. I think we, we heard from Matt P because you have to you know, with getting things sanctioned, you have to talk to him about the plot line. And yeah. uh we were a bit nervous about some of ours and he went, Oh no no no, that's fine. As long as it's effectively you're not doing something that would bring a magical laser and destroy a whole territory then you're, um, you're pretty much good to go. As long as it's local. <laughs> I think ours ended up being some heirs of Terranale casting Merciless Wrath of the Reaver yeah. on their own military units, which just made them a bit more powerful. And that was it. And it then we they kind got... of ended up with that. Oh, go on. I was going to say, they uh, they got more done in the Wind of Fortune because of it. Because of that. Oh, event. did they actually? Yeah, I actually because... don't know if we affected that or not, but um, I, I do we remember. Because we... they managed to get so it off bad. with a Ring of Ilium. Yeah, I don't. I think um, you need the the number of ilium and the magnitude. Um, or there may be some mass involved, so I'm not entirely sure how effective it was. Yeah, but like, but it had yeah, a little, the little, little sprinkle, oh, little salt. I bait. felt I felt so bad, like um, crewing that, like um, oh yeah, we pulled off so many rituals and we never saw the players, and I was like, have we like balanced this too badly? <laughs> um, but yeah, because then they even had the um the plot with the family, which was kind of spur of the moment, to be honest, as far as I'm aware, when, like, this striding joined the Ezra Ale and also got Merciless Wrath of the Reaver cast on them. Oh, that was, it was a good event. Yeah, that was great. My um, second question around the Chaos Fruits, um, mm. do either of you anticipate a Vine-run recovery service for fruit addicts? It depends on the symptoms of the addiction, I suppose. I was just gonna say no. Like let <laughs> let let the meat fruit. I think it's <laughs> see depends. what happens. If Mike If it's just because they keep choosing to eat it, then like no, I'm not wasting my resources on you. Um It depends. If it has like this unforeseen chaotic medical effect, then like yeah, I want in on that roleplay and also yeah, I'm not gonna leave you like that. But I do see quite a lot of vines trying to find one to mess around with. 
Like, yeah, I think you're over-anticipating our general wisdom. I think we'll just be gotcha. like, we want to poke the fruits too. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm laying a claim to starting them. You know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm imagining But a, yeah, like if, a... it, if there is like a big medical thing, then I feel like, yeah, probably we tend to fix a lot of people. But uh, also there'll probably be some fruit addicts within the vines as well. Fantastic. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, an urchin sat at the side of the road just begging, <laughs> begging for fruit. Any fruit? <laughs> and oh. you, you drop an you drop an orange in front of them, and they're like, "Not that shit. The good stuff. The good stuff. I need it. <laughs> I need I... chaos." Yeah. It's 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 the fact that they put the word chaos in front of something in front yeah. of a bunch of rappers, <laughs> like yeah. it's which is which is actually a really fun thing about like the way and the virtual stuff because chaos is directly linked to anarchy, also known as freedom. Blah blah blah, heresy. So like. Whenever people are like chaos in game, I'm a tiny like I almost cringe a little bit because it's like no, that's mm, that sounds like heresy. One second, what are you doing there? Are you trying Is to tell me, they... Finn, that uh -huh. eating the fruit we picked up in the big garden full of death worms and <laughs> full of and, magic and heretics Whoa. who are screaming at you to join them? Hmm. And you're saying me to eat this is not a good idea. Interesting. No, I couldn't it be. Sounds like lies, personally. Yeah. It would be a bad idea for me to eat it, but please go ahead. I want to watch what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'll just start this stepwatch and you take a bite. Cool. Okay, let's go. Like um, so I I said earlier I've cho chosen the fruit because you know I'm interested, but one of the reasons and dearest listeners don't let it like sway you towards it unless you do want to, but the idea that if this does go somewhere. I'm in on it. Like, you've you know, I've, I've I've put all my all my chips on thirteen, baby. All like, my <laughs> weird golden eggs are in this basket. <laughs> I have shined down this shiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the tenets of ambition. Uh, chase that shiny. <laughs> I'm I'm a guide of ambition, um, and I'm telling you to chase it. Fantastic. Well, um. I have a lot of food for thought now, and I don't like that pun. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it at all. I don't like it. Podcast of the all. year. Ugh. Yeah, down the top. I'm going to nominate goes. you at the LARP Awards 2024. Please, please, for the love of God, do not. And that's gonna yeah, be everyone the, that's I know gonna be, who doesn't even go to LARP. That's going to be the snippet they use in the little highlight reel and everything. And yeah. the audience goes, ah. Chase the egg, food for thought, chaos fruit. <laughs> have we ended both? both uh, of them with the egg comments because the last one was like and on that eggshell not on uh, what I, I feel like did uh, i don't know what i feel like <laughs> just the sight says it all it's oh. <laughs> listening to this podcast it's not recommended for your health <laughs> yeah, it's just got like a it's just got an actual warning yeah <laughs> You know, do not take more than four times a day, or will cause uh, leather damage. Yeah, unrelated note. I was um, I was I was out in America a few weeks ago, and mm. had a cold, so I went to get went to like an American, air quote pharmacy. It's just a store, like a yeah. regular convenience store with a gigantic pharmacy section, and got some cough medicine, and I had a couple tablets. And I looked at the packet, like how many can I take? And it said, do not take more than four a day, or you will get severe liver damage. Um, and I was like, wow, not having but these But all anymore. of their, like, soft medicines in America are just mad, because all my American friends are like, your, your cough, like, your cold and flu stuff does nothing. And I'm like, yeah, it's just to take the edge off. Or they'll be like, your painkillers don't do anything. I'm like, well, they're not supposed to completely stop pain all the time. It's just to make it manageable. 
and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. All, all the other warnings, like risk of blindness and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is cough medicine. What the hell? <laughs> cough <laughs> them out. Oh, my God. You're right. Terrifying. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good fun idea. Oh, okay. So my my mycelium friend uh, starts coughing, and their eyes come out. <laughs> oh, fuck. and on that eye-opening revelation, we'll end today's episode there. Uh, both of you, revelation. thank you so much for coming on and doing two episodes back to back. What very a, you for having us. having us. Yeah. yeah, it's been a delight. And for those of you listening at home, if you steal our idea, I'm saying our Merlin's idea of the mycelium. <laughs> We will come for you, and we will yeah. pull out your eyes. And then change the colour of them and put you back in bed with your partner. Yes. But you're just a little bit wrong. But it's non-canon, so it's non-canon, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Or is it? Ooh. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>